This week on Erotic Awakening, the last of the 100 things to make your slave feel owned. Welcome to Erotic Awakening, an exploration of all things erotic. Every Thursday, your hosts, Dan and Dawn, share with you their experience and insights on kink, power exchange, and erotic life, as well as bring you interviews with exciting people from various lifestyles. Then every Monday, you'll hear from our various guest hosts. These nationally known educators bring a variety of experience to the mics and share with you an ever-increasing diverse world of alternative life. Erotic Awakening is intended for mature audiences. If you are offended by adult topics or prohibited by law, we recommend you stop listening right now. Hi, Dawn. Hi, dear. That's funny that you say that we're intended for mature audiences. I heard your giggle and I almost giggled while reading it. Uh, the reason I say that is because I see that on, on our Facebook account, Donna Goddess uh, liked the link that we had to Edgy Podcast. I recently uh, posted, reposted the link to the Edgy Podcast review that they did of us in 2010. Uh-huh. The reason that's humorous is they, have, uh, they had two people come on and they reviewed our podcast. One of them said that it lacked maturity. <laughs> so I thought that was well, funny that you said it's for a mature audience. Is that the same one that also said they were surprised we were in our 40s? They expected us to be gothy and in our twenties. Yeah, yeah, they were a little surprised like we were uh, people. Yeah, <laughs> I should go back and listen to that review. Yeah. That was actually kind of neat. So, good morning, Don. Good morning, sir. So today on the podcast we have this last page of a hundred things to make your slave feel owned, and that takes us through both hundred things to make your slave feel owned and one hundred fetishes. So both of those lists, which be honest. That's what we do when we're like, it's Thursday morning. Whoa, shit. We're podcasting today? What are we going to pull out of our ass? Grab yeah, a list. but we've had good conversation with that. I actually like going through those lists. And when you've been doing this for 14, 15 years, you forget about some of that stuff and what's oh, exciting. And, and you know. I honestly believe it's very valuable to listen to because some of the things, as you've uh, said, well, how do you feel about this this sort of thing? And uh-huh. you know, you scoff at it, and I'm sitting here jerking off, going, <laughs> you know, so to speak. Oh, but at least you're right across from me. I get to watch. Well, that's true, Woo-hoo. which would be not necessarily making me feel owned. Though. Um, so, and well, let's go and knock the first couple out. Uh, we have lots and lots to talk about beyond that as well, mm-hmm. uh, as well as the super secret announcement oh, yeah, coming do. up in just a moment. Secret announcement! Yay! And that right now, I am sure that uh, Crazy Heart saying, "Fuck you, man! I'm the one with the super secret announcement." Oh, that's true. And we people should... of Kink, he's been talking that he has a super secret announcement. Yeah, he's posted that event on FET. Is it posted? Um, I don't think it is. I think he's reached is. out is still to super secret? secret secret land. Oh. Yeah. So, <laughs> so if you're listening and you and you got something from Crazy Heart recently, then you are like, what the fuck's going on? You'll find out <laughs> soon, I'm sure. Anyway, soon, soon, soon. Fuck him. We have our own super secret oh, announcement. I um... yes, he would. I appreciate that. <laughs> I knew where you were going. So, uh, ways to make your slave feel owned: give her the, a writing assignment. The definition of obedience: one thousand words. Wow. You know what? That would work for me. I kind of like that whole assignment thing. I don't know that it would make me feel owned, but it's definitely worth the time. So, yeah, yeah. I have to say it makes me feel owned. Yeah. I, can, I can see that working for you. I can see that working for Bat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because we're kind of academic. And, 
And now um, I'm, I'm thinking I should go back to the list of 100 things and start from the one and make Bat do each one and say, <laughs> how, how did that make you feel? I like the idea of writing about obedience because sometimes we just do it and we don't really reflect on what it does for us or what it means or what it does for you or why it's important and, you know, all that type of thing. Right. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. I Here's where this, and the, but this is why this list is so funky, right? Definition of obedience writing assignment. You could see you see that as a reflective, a time sit back, be reflective, mm-hmm. mentally engage. Uh, you said scholarly, right? Mm-hmm. The next one, have her wear nipple clamps all day. Oh my God! I don't think you're supposed to wear them for more than fifteen minutes, or your nipples fall off. <laughs> yes, I would feel owned if I could not take them off. <laughs> I think if your nipples fell off and the clamps were still attached, that would count. They still count. Yeah, uh, don't wear nipple clamps all day. That would be uh, detrimental to your nipples' health, I yeah, think. Yeah, I, I like my nipples. <laughs> I like my nipples being attached. I love nipple clamps. <laughs> I love that all day. Well, you loved your nipple piercings as well. I did. I loved my nipple piercings. And um, I ended up getting them removed. I got them pierced one at a time. So, like, I had one of them pierced for a couple of years before I pierced the second one. And that's people ask me why, and that's simply because I like rough nipple play. And they were making the nipples so sensitive that I couldn't handle the rough nipple play. So I ended up removing them. Mm -hmm. So, oh, well. Play over looks. There you go. (laughs) Um, I don't know how you feel about this one. Uh-oh. Tell her one morning that she must come for you 15 times that day, and then write about the day. Good Lord. <laughs> I know a lot of people out there would probably be like, woohoo! I'm like, 15 times? Wow. I'm a one-timer. <laughs> yeah. So I could probably squish out two or three. <laughs> 15? My clit would go numb. <laughs> uh, my biggest problem with the, my problem with that one would be write about your day. I stayed home and masturbated all fucking day long. What do you mean right. write about my day? What's the write about? <laughs> First I tried the Hitachi, then yeah. I tried the glass wand. I could see that could be interesting, but uh, you know I'd love to hear from anybody who's actually done that. That's interesting. Well, anybody that's multiple yeah. I can see I can see that happening for them. Or anybody that's not a clit-driven, clit-focused orgasmer. Uh-huh. You know, if it's if there's other things that, that can make their, their body hit that spot, I can see 15 would, would work. Um, uh, um. <laughs> yeah. All right, here's one more before we go on to something else. My clit would... Okay, so now we've got nipples, nipples falling, falling off, off and, and clit's yes, going numb. Your clit's been rubbed raw, too. <laughs> Treat her like a pet in front of her friends, making her present herself, turn herself, etc. Ooh, you've done that before, but I hope it means lifestyle-friendly, consensual friends. (laughs) Versus my work friends. Present. Okay. Um, Yes, sir. (laughs) I was thrown off by the word pet. Mm -hmm. But if, what we, as you mentioned, we have done that, where I'll have you stand and... Mm-hmm. Show off a certain attribute or um, like hands, like a Gorean. Oh, yeah, thing. we used to do the Gorean hands hand position, thing of a jiggers. Chest out, and, or yeah. back flat. I've got pictures of me back flat on the floor with uh, leg spread. Right. So, but we were learning Gorean positions. 
Tahoe. So, uh, <laughs> that's 62. 62A. I, the first way I read this. So tell me how you feel about this one, right? We, whenever we, we get to someone's house, lifestyle-friendly place. Mm-hmm. As soon as we walk in, I say, oh, by the way, from now on, you're a dog. Dogs don't wear clothes. Take your clothes off. And I put a dog collar on you. And I say, all right, dogs don't stand on their back hind legs for long. Get on your hands and knees. And from now on, you're a dog, and you better act like a dog. <laughs> Do you see my face? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I actually like that idea. <laughs> I like that idea. I, I don't know why. I am not into puppy play. I am not into anything like that. But to walk into someone's house, and then you give me those commands, and I have to strip and put on a dog collar yeah. and be at your feet and lay at your feet or go sniff someone's crotch, and yeah, kind of. It's particularly interesting. <laughs> I <kinda> like that. <laughs> um, from a perspective of that we do have, depending on whose house we went to, right? Mm-hmm. If we went to one of our local friend's house, that'd be one thing. If we went to um, something like where... Where when we're traveling, where mm-hmm. it's more of, oh, it's Dane and Dawn, yeah. right? That sort of thing. You know, where we're Ooh. more of a, uh, and, and the reality, we do have a small little itty-bitty celebrity status in some mm-hmm. areas of the world. Um, so that would be fun for you to be in one of those celebrity situations where I say, oh, oh by God. the way, it's Dan and his pet dog. You can ignore the dog or do whatever you do with a dog. Pet the dog and things like that. Yeah. It would be kind of humiliating. Yeah. You know, and, it, you know, think of, um, because I'm picturing it in my head. So let's say we go to a local person's house. And I've got a couple of people in mind doing that with. And, you know, and body image issues just popped into my head. Hmm. So, because where I'm losing weight, my body looks different now. And being on all fours really brings <laughs> all that into light. How right. my body's, you know, more squishy now and things Can like that. Can I be a that. dog that wears a corset? Right, keep everything right. Nice and exactly, exactly. So that kind of popped into my head. So there would absolutely be some humiliation play in there and um, wanting to resist a little bit. I mean, it wouldn't be an easy get down on all fours and strip and things like that, but it would be challenging. And doing it for you, I, I kind of like, well, I don't even like to admit <laughs> like challenges like that. Because master, yeah, exactly. Master's, the, master's brain goes ching, 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 ching. Yes. I know what I'm doing next. Do you remember the uh, <laughs> the bowl set that Bat sent us? Yes, <laughs> with our names yes. on it. <laughs> um, so beyond that, so let's tell people about the super secret announcement. It's really not that super secret if you listen to the podcast at all. You know that uh, the Power Exchange Summit number mm-hmm. three is mm-hmm. coming. And yep. as End of a, May. Uh, what's that? End of May. End of May. May 30th or something? 30th, 31st, and June 1st. So if you are a listener of the podcast, uh, it is exactly one week before we start selling tickets. Mm-hmm. But you can go buy your ticket right now. Yes, that's our super secret. So as a podcast listener or as a newsletter um, subscriber, you get first chance to buy your early bird tickets. So if you head to the website, www.powerexchange.com summit.org mm-hmm. there is a button there to register for your tickets so yay first go, in line yep you can go check out the little presenters that we have lined up and the some of the new events we're doing this year some mm-hmm. of the favorites we did from last year all that good stuff go check it out um i think i'm pretty confident this is going to be the first year we sell out i think just the way from a statistical perspective the way the numbers have been going mm-hmm. and that the venue we've decided that we've chosen is, is a 
relatively small venue. And when I say small, 200 people. Right, right. Is any more than 200 people is going to start to feel crowded, and we're going to avoid that whole feeling crowded thing. Right, and we're okay with that, though, because that's nice and cozy. You know, there's plenty of social space. We absolutely love the fact that there's plenty of social space. So you get to meet people. You get to chat with people. You get to learn how other people do their power dynamics. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we're going to have more mini summits. We're going to have, you know, the game show. We've got a new idea in mind for entertainment. You know, a fabulous staff. It's just very exciting. Power Exchange Summit is very exciting and so much support from so many people. The hospitality suites are already filled and it's, it's just, it's going to be awesome. And you can actually mock our list of 100 things in person. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> uh, so what else we got going on? You know, we only have two new subscribers that are going to hear about the pre-sale on the tickets. Let's talk about them. So we have Les from Detroit. And Kroll from Los Angeles. Nice, nice. And you know what? I still have people sending me tentacle links. Do you now? Bat sent me a link with uh, tentacle pancakes. It was how to make an octopus-shaped pancake. <laughs> tentacle hey, pancakes. I made me pancakes yesterday, and I didn't even think about tentacles. Huh. That'd be kind of neat. And then um, she also sent me one of a paper mosaic that was really beautiful. But And I'm still getting links to the um, octopus chandelier. So it's kind of neat because Facebook is my vanilla space. Uh-huh. But I've got a lot of kink friends on my Facebook that know, you know, to keep that side of me hush-hush. But they'll still see a link to something tentacles <laughs> or octopus. Right. And they'll just tag my name. <laughs> they won't say anything or anything. They'll just tag my name. So I get it in my uh, feed <laughs> that someone's tagged me. And I'll go take a look at it. So I'm still getting my, my tentacle stuff through my vanilla space as well. <laughs> Very cool. Let's do another. Oh, uh, nope. But, but uh, I'm looking. Uh, uh, I'm uh, just thinking of tentacles. I still have our little Christmas tree up. And some of the gifts are still under it. And uh, remember my teacup? Oh, that teacup's awesome. It is. So Bat got me this teacup, and um, it's a blue teacup with a white enamel inside, but it's got an octopus inside of it. So it's got like a ceramic enamel octopus inside of it. And it's not a picture of an octopus. Uh-uh. It's like uh-uh. this 3D... Uh, yeah, like sculpture. Sculpture, exactly, of an octopus inside your coffee cup. Uh-huh. So if I fill it up with tea and then drink it, the octopus will slowly appear. Exactly. <laughs> And that's how you get to 15 times a day, I think. I think so. Fill your life with octopi. Oh, but you know what else I was watching? You've been out of town for a couple of days. I haven't had a chance to talk to you. But I was watching Lost Girl on Netflix the day before yesterday. And there was a sex cult. There was a sex club, right? And these people were going downstairs to meet, like, the thing that was going to feed off of them. And, you know, make make them, like... I, I don't know what they were thinking, but but anyway, so of course, lost girl, she gets down there and 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 there's tentacles in the window, and people are wearing <laughs> robes and they're being marched into the room where the tentacle monster is. and you know, so her job was to kill the tentacle monster. and I'm like, no <laughs> <laughs> I want to be in a robe being marched to the tentacle monster. <laughs> but what if he filled all your holes with his tentacles? is, is yeah. <laughs> I was going to say as long as I could still breathe. And then I had a picture of Traver's story that he wrote me about how the tentacle fills her mouth. And um, okay. <laughs> we'll move on from there. Sorry. Sorry. Um, so here's three more. Have okay. her, oh, oh, we've got to tell you guys about the Monkey Puzzle Club and about guilty pleasures. Oh, yeah. So but, you, wait, 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 wait. We've got to talk about butt plugs first. Oh, okay. Have her wear a butt plug 
under her clothing. And again, for people that are new to the podcast, this list was written from a male, female, a male top, female uh-huh. bottoms perspective. Translate for your own desires. Have her wear a butt plug under her clothes out to dinner. Yes. Absolutely. And if Can it's you a actually vibrating the butt plug, all the better. Can you sit in a chair wearing a butt plug? Mm-hmm. If they're short enough. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Because I've got one. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you looking around? Yes, we're on the podcast. Yes. Ooh. <laughs> Who heard me? I have this little short purple one that's a vibrating butt plug. So, yeah, it can, it can absolutely be used. You, I would be careful with the taller ones. But even the taller ones are usually really, really flexible, so it should be okay. So just be careful. If it's really, really solid, I wouldn't sit in it because your your butt's curvy. Before <laughs> you go, oh, loyal listeners, before you go trying this, I have a few friends that work in ERs around right. the city. <laughs> I'm going to ask them if they've ever had someone come Make in. Make sure to... there's a flange on it so it yes. doesn't get sucked in. Exactly. <laughs> you didn't have to make that noise. I'm sorry, <laughs> but I actually like that idea. That's that's one of my favorites. So <laughs> not uh, being sucked uh, in, but wearing the butt plug. A lack of flange. Okay, All right, we can oh, do no. that. Uh, we would like to welcome our newest spot, Guilty Pleasures, uh, the Guilty Pleasures Stage Show, and its educational branch, the Monkey Puzzle Club. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you can find out everything going on th- with them and our end bump for the next three months or so. Exactly. So we very much appreciate. Uh, they came and said, "How can we support the Erotic Awakening podcast?" And we said, um, "Well, how about taking over the end bump?" Anymore, nice. it's you and I make up excuses to say what a bargain. Exactly. So exactly. Uh, you'll find out everything going on with them, and we're actually gonna we need to bring uh, Thesser or Monkey King or somebody onto the podcast and actually tell people more about it. But the funny thing is, they actually um, get free advertising nearly every podcast because they're the group Monkey Puzzle Club meets at the room every Wednesday mm-hmm. and they do something interesting that we end up talking about on Thursday. I know, I know. And they are huge supporters of the room. So, you know, very much love the, the Guilty Pleasures and Monkey Puzzle Club. So, lots of love. Very happy to have them on our in-bump. So listen to the end of the podcast and you'll find out what they've got going on. And we uh, and I was wondering, remember for a brief time of about 50 or 60 episodes, I would do, I mean, we would bring someone in <laughs> with a funny accent to do the opening. No, that wasn't you. No, I liked no. meeting all the new people yes, that were did. just in for 30 seconds. <laughs> I was wondering maybe we should do that for the end bump again. Um, I would ask them. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so we would like a refund, Mr. Funny Voice. <laughs> All right. Uh, on her birthday, on your birthday, on my birthday, yeah. Let your slave receive your spankings. Let your slave receive your spankings. I would say that's a make your slave receive yes. your spankings, not let. I, I think that's more of a fun thing than a make your slave feel own thing. Yeah, yeah, I think so too. Spend some trying. Spend some time training her how to move to please you. Ooh. See, I like that, and that does make me feel owned. So, you know, there's something that I want you to teach me at some point in the future on how to please you. So, but I'll turn in. Oh, my, that's true. I'll turn in my points from our contest to be able to do that too. <laughs> so, but if you said, "I want you to learn how to do this," and I'm going to teach you how, oh, absolutely, would make me feel owned. You know, I actually I, I like that but now what you're actually talking about is giving me a hand job yes and this became as a result of the fact that I can give myself a hand job better than you can I know but 
Well, it's attached. I know exactly what. I, and you want to learn how to get your hand job. And I love watching. That's yes. not a. That's not. I'm okay with just <laughs> watching. I don't have to learn. But but I could certainly see. And this is really fascinating from a perspective of a. Both a where you and I have a sexual relationship as mm-hmm. well as a master-slave relationship. It's part of our master-slave relationship, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm trying to think with Slave Jim of years ago, that was not a sexual relationship. Right. But could I have made, taught her to give me a hand job as a service to me without it being a sexual thing? I mean, obviously, it's a sexual thing. Right. But to, ha- to do it on a, the same level as go clean the bathroom, go get my shoes, jerk off my cock. I'd like to say yes, but it's so very intimate. You know? I can so hear thinking. in the future, bats hopping up and down going, me, 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 me. Yeah, but it's still very intimate. Would it have the same energy as cleaning the bathroom? But I don't think so. But keep in mind, when I masturbate myself, it's uh-huh. not a sexual, it's not a sensual thing. It's I just need to get off. Yeah. I don't know that it would be done in a way to just get you off. Though. I don't know either, but I think it, it actually, in my mm-hmm. opinion, would reflect a great deal of power. Yeah. If done in such a way that it's... Hmm. Here's the, the see if you could just see our faces because we're kind of thinking back and forth. Yeah, the, the <laughs> challenge with with sex in a lot of situations is that regardless of who's the master slave, right? That the person uh, in a lot of situations, a slave in a sexual situation will feel powerful because they've they've got the pussy, and there's a point where a man's brain stops working. Right, uh, and this again, obviously, in, a, in the situation with a male top, fin bottom. Um, I would have to ponder that. I'm curious what okay. our, our our listeners would think, and I'm yeah. I'll have to ex- express this in my mind a little bit more. What that would be like? Yeah, because I kind of see it that it should be able to be done as a service like that. But I, I just perce- wonder if it can be. But I perceive the, and I don't know. If this is true, but I perceive that the slave would respond. With after it is accomplished, uh-huh. with the slave of this little self-satisfied, look what I did! I jerked you off. Uh-huh. Versus the I have accomplished this mission of getting you your shoes, and I am grateful for the opportunity to serve. Right, right. You know? Yeah, know. there's ba- there's. I was going to say there's baggage attached. It's not baggage. It's it's uh, expectations or something like that. I wonder if you can remove the expectations or the uh, because it's sexual. I don't well, know what words to use. How about this one, then? Okay. And this is uh, going to be 68A. Okay. Wow, we really transformed from <laughs> how to move to please you. How about if, um, as I'm getting ready to go to work, uh-huh. I'm like, actually, uh, kneel on the end of the bed. Right. And just kneel there with your shirt off. Don't move. And I jerk off, and I come all over your chest. Yeah. And I say, okay, you can... Call me in a couple hours. I got some meetings and ask permission to take a shower. <laughs> Can we do that today? Yeah. <laughs> I uh, like that one. <laughs> clearly from that response that you Whew. like that one. Oh, my God. That makes me squinty-eyed and blushing. <laughs> to be used like that? Wow. Yeah. 
definitely feel owned. Erotic Awakening is sponsored in part by Smitten Kitten. <laughs> Smitten Kitten is your online resource for hand lube and personal guide to all things sex related. They offer over 3,000 I Got a Woody unique products and serve the sex positive community for over, I'm going to jerk off on your chest, 10 years. From all kinds of good stuff. You'll find it all at smittenkittenonline.com. Now that you're all horny, go to smittenkittenonline.com and use Dane and Dawn for a 20% discount. Use Dan and Dawn. For a 20% discount. Oh, the code. By the way, uh, Smitten Kitten actually does have some really awesome stuff, mm-hmm. so go buy their stuff. Awesome, awesome. So, ooh, every oh. once in a while, we get Fet Mail. Well, it's more than every once in a while, you know, we get Fet Mail. But I really wanted to point out Pie Princess. Mm-hmm. So she wrote me to let me know that they had just started listening to the podcast and they had just um, read Living MS. And she was writing us a thank you. Oh, how nice. So that um, they're newbies and um, she just wanted to thank us for helping a newbie. Well, good. So I really like those those vet mails. You know, I end up writing a thank you back and, and saying, you know, thank you. It, it, I'm, I'm glad our experience can help other people, you know, on their path. So it absolutely makes it all worth it. Absolutely. So, thanks, um, Pie Princess. Uh, speaking of Pie Princess, I just came back from New York, as you know. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, I went to New York for uh, business um, and spent most of my time with two uh, females, both pretty females, and uh, had absolutely no sexual interactions or even flirting with them the whole time. That just blows my mind. Stupid business trip. <laughs> And the funny thing is, when you think about these business trips, you think about these stories about, oh, what happens in New York stays in New York sort of right, thing. Right, right. Just never felt the interest in getting that going or the desire to fuck with that. Because really, <laughs> with that. when you're stuck, I was uh, traveling with somebody from my work, female, uh, good-looking person, but for three days we were traveling on the same plane, going to mm-hmm. dinner together, teaching classes together. So had on Monday, I said something or done something particularly flirtatious and it like was horrible, right. I'd be stuck with that person and that failure for three days. Exactly, so, exactly. So, the point so, being, go yes, ahead. go ahead. Go ahead. I have a point to that New York, but... Oh, to New York? Yes. Mine's about flirting with somebody that you work with. Uh-huh. Would you say last night or this morning? That flirting with people you work out never works out well. <laughs> yeah, right. Where did we re-meet? Oh, uh, at my work, at work when I was flirting with you at work. <laughs> Although you were flirting with me. Your ass attacked my hand. I couldn't help that. The point, what I was going to say about, and this is related to Pie Princess, we were in New York. We went to a New York bakery. Very fun. Mm-hmm. We went to a New York deli. We went to a New York pizza shop. And then the very last day, we're on our way, just get, getting ready to kill time. We stop at this little diner. And um, she says, you know, what do you want? And I said, oh, you know, maybe just a couple cappuccinos, unless you have any pie. And she looks at me like I'm a dumbass. <laughs> And the other person who's touring us is a New Yorker. Looks at me like I'm a dumbass. <clears throat> Excuse me. And they go like, she goes, "What pizza pie?" And I was like, "No, apple pie, cherry pie." And right. but but then the New York friend tells me that no, no pie. When you say you want a pie, that's pizza here. Oh, so what's pie called? And we didn't get, she didn't <laughs> we didn't that, get that far because no. we're stuck on the pizza. Yes. So how different is New York pizza from Chicago pizza? Incredibly different. New yeah. York pizza is very, th- it's not thin crust pizza, but it's much thinner. Mm-hmm. It's more of a, you can take it and fold it over. Oh, yeah. And uh, it, it was excellent, the place we went. And um, then I had a shrimp linguine in a nice Italian restaurant at some point, too. Nice. <clears throat> and it was fun when I walked into the <laughs> Italian restaurant, the, the pizza place. 
was filled with, uh, I don't know where we were, but it was filled with Italian-looking guys. Like if you were shooting a television show and I need some Mom extras. people. <laughs> and I walk in there and they're all look, they all gave me this look. I was like, oh, what the fuck is look is that? What are, I've been here for seven seconds and they sniff out Ohio on me or something? I don't know. It's terrible. Awesome. Awesome. All right. Up next for transgressions. I'm ready to, I want to burn through these because I never want to see this list again. Okay. Uh, make her stand in the corner like a three-year-old. This is a, another devi- uh, similar to ones we've done in the past. Yeah, and we've done that before. The whole <laughs> press the dime to the wall and way right. back in the past. Always flog her after completion of a task, even if it was satisfactory. A well-flogged slave is a happy slave. Where the fuck do these people live? I don't get that. No. Uh... Do you know how much work that would be on your part? Every time I did a task, oh, you packed my gym bag. I'm going to flog you. And I like the fact that he's saying either if it's a, it's a com- well-completed or, therefore, a not well-completed task. You know, you, you forgot my deodorant. You get a flogging. You took the dog out to pee. You get a flogging. Yeah, yeah. I don't get that one at all. Speak about her as if she was not present. Um, You've the done that. The only time I do that <laughs> is for transgressions specifically. There's two times. You've done it at um, leather events, too. Like if I'm standing behind you back at the beginning, And this the beginning, goes back to, yeah, and this I meant to say this when we talk about move, how to please you. Mm-hmm. When And this is one of the things that I think that I enjoy in situations where it's a leather protocol is, and if it's you or you and Bat or you, Bat Gem, mm-hmm. in this case, uh, we had a situation where it was you, Bat Gem, where I was like, all right, you stand here, you stand here, you walk this way, mm-hmm. you speak this much when I hand you... My cover, you receive it in this way. When I ask for my cover, you give it to me this way. Mm-hmm. So there is some of that ritual protocol stuff that does, I think, enhance ownership. Yes. Uh, because it's that real-time connected. If you don't hand me my cover appropriately, I'm responding to you right then. Mm-hmm. And you're handing me my cover in such a way that you're attentive to it and you're paying attention to it. Do you see my eyes? They're <laughs> so squinty, squinty yes. just as if you were coming on my chest. <laughs> this all works for me. <laughs> But you're right, you do it with transgression too, and that has a, a very different feel to it when it's um, um, embracing our power exchange versus being punished. There's a definite different energy to it, and they both feel like ownership, but yeah, just different emotionally. Here, here's one I wish people on FetLife would do. Defend her honor to those who would disrespect your prized possession. Yes. Instead, it's just a clusterfuck of, no, you're an asshole. No, you're an asshole. I'm going to tell I you. I like it when you defend me, if if I need defending. You know what I mean? So slaves sometimes fuck up and don't need defending. They, they need to be apologized <laughs> for. So, but I would like to jump in here. Yes. Because we have another sponsor. So, Erotic Awakening is sponsored in part by Adventures in Sexuality, Central Ohio's kinky fun group. Their convention is coming up fast, Winter Wickedness, February 7th and 8th. Um, Entire hotel, they have done a hotel takeover, doubled their play space, dedicated rope play space, extra 2,000 feet. I've heard that they're bringing in more scaffolding for um, hard points for suspension. Um, they've got presenters like Lee Harrington and Grey Dancer and Scotty and Scott Smith and, you know, just all, all kinds of great people. And, and, and their theme is Decades of Decadence. So we know Bratsheba is going to be dressed up <laughs> in all kinds of different stuff. It wouldn't surprise me if she was a flapper and maybe a disco dancer. <laughs> and so I'm, I, I got to start putting my costumes together and, and, and yeah, yeah, yeah. 
yeah. So tickets are sold out, but you can get on the waiting list. And usually you have a pretty good chance if you get on the waiting list. We'll see this year. You know, it changes from year to year. Mm -hmm. But um, there is a way of going to their website and getting on their waiting list. So you can find out more at adventuresinsexuality.org. So I can't buy you a leisure suit to wear, sir? No, I don't know. Oh, man. I can just see you in a baby blue leisure suit. For about five minutes. Yes. Uh, maybe I will wear a... If I could transfer it over to Match Game for PXS, uh-huh. then maybe I could do a leisure suit. Well, I'm thinking of Anchorman 2. Yeah. In the leisure suits that they're wearing and the stuff with the Brady Bunch collars and the gold chains. And the, we can get you a perm. Oh. <laughs> we can perm your goatee. We can get me a wig. If uh, you are tired of this list of 100 things and have other things you would like to talk about on the podcast... Absolutely, please. You can reach out to us at dananddawn at eroticawakening.com. Or you can find us on FetLife under Erotic Awakening, two words. Or use the voicemail at 614-414-2072. Or find other ways to contact us via our website at www.eroticawakening.com. Well, there you go. There's only uh, three more off of this list that I'm going to do. Um, Lead her with a loving fist in her hair. Yes. (laughs) Loving fist, rough fist, (laughs) aggressive fist, whatever works. In the hair. Yes. So, absolutely works. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm down with that. Um... Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It just works. Easy. Yeah. Uh, for transgressions, Uh-oh. deny her any DS at all for a week, letting her know, letting her do just as she pleases, not allowing you to serve her in any way. No punishment, no instruction, no play, banning titles of respect. This will shame her and make her strive to blah, blah, blah. I don't plah, like plah, that. Plah. I mean, I can see why people would think that would work, but we know people that have issues in their relationships, and the first thing they do is get rid of their power exchange. Right. And, you know, and then they come to us saying, you know, what's wrong? What's wrong? How can we fix things? And it's like, why did you get rid of the power exchange? That, if that's your foundation, why in the hell would you kick away your foundation? So if I've done a transgression and you take away all the power exchange, I don't know. I don't know how to fix things because now I'm floundering and I'm lost. My foundation's been kicked out. My biggest problem with that is it it would, to me, it sends a message that I don't really value the whole power exchange, that thing. Right. And if I, if you, and maybe, uh, to me, it feels pissy. You know, it's like, oh, you forgot to um, get out my laundry or you only masturbated 14 times when I said 15 times. Great. Well, we're not going to do DS again for, for the rest of the week. It's no different from, oh, you burnt the toast? Well, I'm leaving and going to the bar for four hours. That'll learn you. Right, right. Yeah, I just don't, I, I, I don't get it. It, feel, it makes it feel like a game. Like yeah. you said, it makes it feel like it's not important. Um, I have rejection issues to begin with or abandonment issues. So, you know, to take the whole structure away on a whim. Yeah. Ooh. It's also a reflection of the fact I'm supposed to be leading this relationship, mm-hmm. not just... Sticking it in a sock drawer to teach you a lesson. That's right, right. Yeah, don't like that one at all. Um, we only got one more than anything else that we want to talk about. Um, 
flipping through the notes. I don't see anything. You can get the Recon rate us on iTunes if you're cool. <laughs> or tweet about us. Or lick us on Facebook. And absolutely tell your friends. And finally, from a list of 100 things to make your slave feel owned, wake her each morning with an assigned task for the day and make sure it is done by day's end. See, I like that one. You know, I do a lot of things for you, but um, sometimes just the idea of fulfilling a request, Mm -hmm. a specific request, I get off on that too. Yeah. So, you know, I love doing all this stuff that is expected, you know, and just on my my daily plan, you know, packing your gym bag, packing your lunch, setting out your clothes, you know, everybody knows the the list of things that I, I do. Which may change when I start working or, you know, at least get um, modified a little bit. But um, if you give me a direct order and I'm able to fill out that order, makes me wet. I feel owned. <laughs> I, I can absolutely see that. I wish I was that inventive to do that daily. <laughs> hey, maybe that's another book idea. Yeah, well, I don't know about daily, though. But, but go ahead. I, I know it says daily. Yes. But I think that would... But I think it would be fantastic for situations like the situation we have with Bat... She doesn't live here. Mm-hmm. Or any long-distance relationship, for that matter. You know, it's a nice way to acknowledge, yes, I'm thinking of you. Yes, you're my slave. Go right. do it. Bat has these periods of other than her morning email where she doesn't really have anything she's working on for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's part of the connection. So I think that would work out very well. I think so, too. So, you know, we had a question of the day, but I think I'll bump it till next week. Did we? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, bump it till next week. Okay. That would make a nice we had topic. Enough, yeah, we had enough questions to... To go through, so right. fabulous. So how to make you feel owned. So I'm still thinking kneeling on the edge of the bed. With the <laughs> I haven't really lost that Woody yet, so apparently that one works for me too. The Guilty Pleasure Stage Show and its educational branch, the Monkey Puzzle Club, brings you quality BDSM parties and kink presentations from local and nationwide kink presenters. Join the Guilty Pleasures and Monkey Puzzle Club crew for Fetish Foreplay Friday, every third Friday of the month. Start the new year off with a giggle at Kinky Laughing Yoga, taught by Boy Chris, yay, of Indy, on January 17th, 2014. Located at Club Princeton in Columbus, Ohio, Fetish Foreplay Friday provides a new and engaging kink classes, followed immediately by BDSM-themed play parties. Come out and experience kink and community at this laid-back erotic event. Class begins at 8 p.m. with a play party immediately following. For those in the immediate Columbus area, the Monkey Puzzle Club meets every Wednesday at The Room at the Columbus Insight Center for cutting-edge kink classes brought to you by novice presenters and seasoned BDSM veterans alike. Classes start at 8 p.m. Are you going to read my line? I'm sorry. Start at 8 p.m. immediately, <laughs> followed by hands-on guided practice sessions with members of the... I mean, there's plenty of us, plenty of stuff to read here. You don't have to start reading my stuff. Uh, 8 p.m., I told you. Members of Guilty Pleasures and Monkey Pleasure Monkey Puzzle Club, as well as the community members eager to help. I feel bad. I bet Lucy the slut spent a lot of time writing this copy. And we're just like free-flowing our ass off here. Follow them on Twitter at Monkey Puzzle Ohio. So it's at Monkey Puzzle OH. Or search the Monkey Puzzle Club and look for our Curious Monkey logo. You can also follow both Guilty Pleasures and Monkey Puzzle Club on FetLife.com for up-to-the-minute announcements and discussions. So great group of people. We are happy to have them on board. Yay. Yay, indeed. And did you see that the um, 
What a bargain! <laughs> <laughs> Bye, Dawn. I'm just trying to put that in. Bye, Dan.